My name is Mark Ryder. I ride horses for money. I started out competing on the Grand Prix dressage circuit, but dressage felt too sedate, too controlled. So I jumped horses at Devon for two seasons, then wandered south and found brief respite from my restlessness on the polo fields of Wellington. The money was good and the competition fun, but I tired quickly of the Florida heat and decided to try steeplechase in Europe. Steeplechase was exhilarating and reckless, but I was too tall and had to starve myself to be light enough to get the best rides at the top races. And after a few years, the run-jump, run-jump grew repetitive too. Then, standing in Gatwick one day, waiting for a flight to a race in Greece, I saw a real American cowboy. I took it as a sign because I'm a professional rider. I sometimes ride airplanes to my next adventure. So I changed my ticket and managed to get a seat next to the guy. He was a rodeo rider, and we were headed to Texas. I needed to put on 30 pounds of muscle to ride broncs and bulls, so I was relieved to be able to eat again. The novelty of a woman who can compete and win against the guys got me a lot of attention and several sponsors. I thought I'd finally found my calling until a particularly mean bull won me a long hospital stay and a leg full of metal pins. That's how I ended up in the Dallas-Fort Worth airport, leaning on a cane and trying to decide whether I really wanted to board the plane to Cherokee Falls, Virginia. Home hadn't been on my itinerary for the past 12 years, but my former mentor, Skylar Reese, called to insist I return to the equestrian center to recuperate. I had plenty of time, so I grabbed my duffel and settled on a bench to people watch. And that's when I spotted her. Blonde and blue-eyed, she wore the TSA uniform like it was tailored for her. Her shoulder-length hair and manicured nails kept her from being obvious, but something about the way she moved sent my gaydar pinging. I watched her direct the other security officers as they scanned the lines of people for possible terrorists and the carry-on bags for explosive devices. She obviously was in charge. I like that in a woman. Better and flyer than I am, I know what triggers TSA suspicions. I purchased my ticket at the last minute, and as I joined the inpatient crowd filtering through the checkpoint, I pulled my ball cap low over my eyes and kept my sunglasses on. Also, I paused several times to let other people ahead of me. Even a rookie could tell I was maneuvering for the scanner operated by an employee spending much more time talking than paying attention to his job. I could feel her watching. I placed my duffel on the conveyor, threw my change and keys into a plastic tray, then limped forward. She was instantly at my side. Could you please remove your shoes and put them on the conveyor belt? I stared down at my Tony Llama boots as though baffled and then looked up at her. Her eyes were as blue as the Aegean Sea. I shrugged. Can't. Everyone must remove their shoes to go through security. Can't you just x-ray them on my feet? I'll hop up on the belt and stick them under the scanner. I was hoping for a smile, but her expression remained stoic. No, I'm afraid we can't. I tapped my cane against the brace wrapped around my left knee. Pulling this boot off is a problem. I've got a bum knee. Can't bend it. It wasn't exactly true, but it sounded good enough. I'll get someone to assist you, she said. Damn, I wanted her to assist me. Instead, she waved over a baby butch with a clip-on badge that identified her as a trainee. I hobbled to a nearby bench, and the girl kneeled to carefully tug off my boot. Blonde and beautiful held out her hand. May I see your ID, please? I handed over my driver's license. She looked at it, then back at me. I thought I saw her eye twitch. She was having difficulty hiding her impatience. Would you please remove your glasses and cap, Mr. Ryder? I pulled off my cap and released my shoulder-length dark hair that had been tucked under it. Then I moved my sunglasses to a perch on top of my head and gave her a grin I knew would show off my dimples. Women love my dimples. Her attitude changed from challenging to curious. I apologize. Your license says Mark Ryder. My mother named me something awful, so I had it legally shortened to Mark when I turned 18. But everybody just calls me Ryder.
Wow, your Mark Ryder? Baby Butch had returned from putting my boots on the conveyor. Man, ESPN showed that bull stomping on you about a million times. When he tossed you up in the air, wow, can I get your autograph? My friends are never going to believe I talked to you. The kid obviously hadn't been trained yet in how to maintain that aloof TSA professional cool, so I held out my hand. You have a pen? She patted her pockets and came up empty. Blonde and Beautiful was using a nice black felt-tip fine point to write my driver's license number on her clipboard, and Baby Butch stared hopefully at it. May I, Ms... I squinted at her badge. Ms. Claire Simone? She reluctantly handed over the pen, and I scribbled my name across the bill of my cap that read every second counts and handed it to Baby Butch. Here you go. I get these things for free from one of my sponsors. Wow, thanks. Ms. Simone's eye definitely twitched that time. If you would come this way, Ms. Ryder, she waved toward the metal detector. Can you manage without the cane? It needs to go on the conveyor. I can manage if you help me a little. 